You're listening to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Cusack, and today I'm joined by the Fort Worth band, Mean Motor Scooter. How are you all today? So, what is the music scene like in Fort Worth? Uh, it's very diverse, I'd say. There's a lot of different uh, genres, a lot of different stuff going on. Yeah, Fort Worth's kind of going through what we're calling like a musical moment. There's a lot of new venues and um, tons of new bands springing up all the time. Um, it's slowly but surely becoming like a, a music city. Right on. So... Tell me a little more about your latest LP. Uh, well, it's called Hindu Flying Machines, and it's about a lot of different concepts involving like aliens and Anunnaki and uh, basically anything to do with like telekinesis or <laughs> a lot of different uh, sci-fi nods. But um, came out last year in October. And uh, Dirty Water is distributing it right now. Okay. So your music is best described as... So I guess a general idea would be like trash rock meets psychedelic garage. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. And what is the meaning behind the album title uh well it's uh, kind of just about how uh aliens come to fort worth and uh we are the uh we're in contact with them okay so hindu flying machine i read a lot of this uh stuff that came out of scripture called maharabata and there was these descriptions of these machines in the sky that were controlled by the gods and uh Chariots of the Gods kind of touched base on that, which is uh, one of the one of those books I really enjoyed, ancient alien type theory type stuff, and uh, threw together some words uh, from the Hindu culture, Hindu flying machine, and because uh, I thought those were an interesting combination of words, and that's how we ended up using it because it tied together our it had a lot to do with our love for aliens and ancient alien theories and things like that, so. That's how we came up with it. Right on. And your album cover is pretty dope with the aliens. That yeah, Rebecca. that was Rebecca designed that. Thank you. You're welcome. Like I, I photographed the, the, the still, like the us, and then Rebecca did everything else, drew over top of it. And then oh. Amy did the, the photograph oh, on yeah. the back. Amy Very Tate. nice. Amy Tate, toe, photography. Toe long photographer. <laughs> So, Rebecca, how long did it take you to design the cover? Oh, gee, I, I really don't know. I, I started kind of doodling, and uh, I was just I was just kind of drawing on, like, a little sketch pad. I really can't say how many hours. You know, I just kind of worked on it in my spare time, but it, it took a few hours. Tonight you're playing this amazing garage band showcase at Crescent Ballroom. Tell me more about that. Uh, well... We met the Darts in, what was it, 2016? Yeah, I think so. And uh, we played a show with them at Three Links in Dallas, and we just kind of, like, clicked, and they wanted to put out a record. So 
ever since then we've been really good friends. We went on a short tour in December, just uh, through like Texas and uh, what was it, Memphis? Uh, Texas and um, yeah, Tennessee and Oklahoma, just kind of the Midwest. Um, but the the show tonight is um, it's a Dirty Water Records showcase. And so um, BBC from Italy came in, t- came in town. Um, we came in from Fort Worth. The darts are half here. Um, and then Adam H. came down from San Francisco. So mm-hmm. then the four of us are just going to keep bouncing up the coast for a couple of days and playing some more showcases and stuff. So I think we're going to Costa Mesa next, then L.A., then San Francisco. Nice. So in your music, there are references to b-side movies Mm -hmm. and i understand you're all big movie buffs yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so what are your top five favorite films of all time oh Oh, god you mean today (laughs) yeah i couldn't i couldn't even tell you because a lot of the movies that i like uh don't necessarily fall into the sci-fi category but uh i like a lot of sci-fi i like a lot of everything so like i couldn't really say but Chase could probably tell you some uh, crawl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's up there. I mean anything John Carpenter, anything John Carpenter, Clive Barker, crawl, which has nothing to do with any of those. Uh, way out of left field. What about you guys? Oh jeez, I know I don't know. Like I like a lot of the classics. I'm I'm really big into like '70s cinema, like Easy Rider. I was about um, to say Easy Rider. Yeah, Dang it. <laughs> Rebecca and I like a lot of the same stuff. But. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say Easy Rider's a B movie though, but no. uh, but we've like re- so we were on tour or we we played like a one off show in uh, San Antonio, and um, a friend of ours put us up at his house and he's in a band called the Hickoids and they're bananas. And before like we went to sleep or passed out or whatever, he put on this VHS tape that he had that was a collection of trailers from like black exploitation movies and then he had another one that was a collection of trailers from um, B horror movies and Rebecca and I got obsessed with it it was like yeah they were so nasty but they were the special effects were so bad but in a funny way you know mm-hmm. yeah it's... like very clearly clay heads you like know, I was like, laughing yeah wow yeah it was great and I think like a lot of it wasn't really written about or even like a nod to be sci-fi movies. It was just material that we found interesting. And I think a lot of people kind of connected it with that. So we, yeah, that's fine with us. More than necessarily like conscious, but it wasn't, you know, <laughs> it wasn't totally unconscious either. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think personally we've se- we've all seen like a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies and mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, that's an easy one for sure. Yeah, pretty I much mean, all of us <laughs> share that. Yeah, so we get our our name comes from a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yes, yeah, from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. yeah. Which is a great movie, by the way. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite song to play live and why? Right now, mm, probably Organic Frequencies because it's just, it's different, I guess. It's got like, it's kind of still touching base on some of the same ideas, but in a different way. And it's just really fun and exciting to play live. What about you guys? Um, I kind of, I'm really like, we've got a, a new new one. I don't even know what it's called. I don't know. Oh, if yeah, I think like... I'm going to call it Human Suit. Human Suit? Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Yeah. 
That's, uh, human music. <laughs> human music. I can get behind this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so human suit. That's my current favorite. That one's spanking new. It's probably not even a couple weeks old. Uh, I like zombie cops. Zombie cops is a good one. No, Aristocrats is fun too. Mm-hmm. That one's kind of kind of jangly. Yeah. Different. Yeah. yeah. I like brain hole because I just go I just go ham on those drums and uh, it's, that's when uh, you know people are just kind of like look like what what uh, you're you're crazy but yeah no they say uh, you're crazy and you know that's 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 where I typically just close my eyes and go nuts. I just I just learned the term ham yesterday ham yeah <laughs> going ham going ham. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like going hog wild, but it's like a shorter version. Mm-hmm. Cooked ham. Cooked hog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. Um, what are your musical influences? Uh, well, my going back to like eighth grade, probably uh, Nirvana was always a really big influence because I'd watch their live shows and it would I just never seen anything like it. It really inspired me. And uh, later went through a lot of different uh, types of music and lately just anything recorded badly and live sounding trashy sounding something that just sounds really raw and not you know polished um for me i don't know like john paul jones is you know pretty big influence on me but also like lately like mark bolin and jeff lynn have been pretty big influences on me um yeah, I don't know. Anything old rock, I dig. I always listen to a lot of musicals, some classical music. I really like um, Andrew Lloyd Webber, and I put a lot on a lot of uh, prog rock. If I need to like focus on something in school, I listen to a lot of that. It just kind of it feels like the gears in my head start moving. I can I can focus on the work I'm doing, and I, I listen to it at work too. So a lot of Yes and Emerson Lincoln Palmer and stuff like that. Nice. Uh, I listen to a lot. Anything that has to do with Steve Albini, I've always been into. I think uh, my favorite band that really left a mark would be Big, Big Black. I uh, always thought that it was interesting that a band could go their route and they get so much pr- uh, negative press from it, but it's become so legendary. And uh, just bash it out or go ham or whatever. It's going to become a recurring thing. But yeah. Okay. Any tips for aspiring artists? Uh, sure. I would just say follow your bliss. You know, do what makes you happy and uh, give it 100%. And don't be discouraged because not everyone is going to like what you do. And you just got to do it because you love to do it. And maybe it'll go somewhere. Maybe it won't. But you don't. You can't find out unless you really, you know, give it all. Give it your all. And I would say anytime you get up on stage. Just find that place within yourself. <laughs> find that happy place. Yeah, just do it. Create, you know. If, if you don't make it, it's just an idea, and nobody can hear your idea. And I would say create it for yourself, kind of like what Sammy was saying. Um, it can be kind of distracting to like be focusing on, you know, what's popular or what other people are going to think of it, but it really has to start from, like, do I enjoy making this music? Um, and kind of is it it has to be for me first and yeah having a good time playing what you're playing and then not focusing on criticisms that might come from that and 
judgments or anything. Like, yeah, unless they're constructive criticisms, which those are important too. But I have to add on the the criticism bit is take it with uh, take it and run with it. And that was a huge learning experience for me in, in this group. That uh, <coughs> there's there has to be some structure. It can't just be you know four on the floor. Sometimes you have to um, be more innovative. And that was something I had to wrap my head around. And um, other than that, um, if you firmly believe in what you're doing, is uh, is if you firmly believe in it, it'll it'll work out. I I firmly believe that. The universe kind of bends to your will and that kind of thing. Nothing like the secret or something like that, but uh, I mean, you really think about <laughs> doing it, it'll happen. You know that sort of thing. If you really put your mind to it, mm -hmm. yeah. If you yeah. can, if you can think it, it could happen. It'll manifest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just manifest destiny. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. As a band, do you have any pre-show rituals? I think we all take like a shot of tequila. Yeah, or like that. A shot, we take a shot of something. It used to be Fireball. Lately, it's been tequila. Um, it'll probably go to whiskey in the winter. We'll see. Ugh. What has been the craziest show you've ever played? Oh, and why? Easy to answer. Um, when we were on tour last year with the Darts. Uh, we played in Houston at this venue called Natsuo, which is Houston spelled backwards. And uh, the opening act for the um, for the whole set was this Eastern European theater. Yeah, theater. like a theater troupe, performance art, um, circus reject kind of thing. It was it was wild. There was I mean, just to hit some of the highlights, they were passing out shots of Nyquil and Dayquil mixed together um, to like just random. People with in the marshmallows, audience. mini marshmallows. Yeah, and they were putting, in yeah, it. putting mini marshmallows in it, feeding people mini marshmallows like pills. Um, oh, wow. Fun dip. That on was a mirror. Fun dip. <laughs> and it all, it all, yeah, oh, yeah, snorting fun dip off a mirror, um, then throwing fruit, like, and smashing fruit and vegetables, like, on stage. And then it all culminated with this dude getting branded. Like oh in the gosh. middle of the venue, yeah, he had. Um, he was naked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was naked. There was. There's a lot of a lot of nudity, but um, he had two of his cohorts like tie him, tie his arms, and there was this big ceremony about a new religion and all that, and um, he got branded on the arm right there. Um, in the venue. Wow. Were yeah. throwing fruit at people? Yeah, yeah, we already touched on that. Yeah, they, they were and there's like, there was weird chanting, like uh, some kind of like... They dragged a dead, what looked uh, like a dead body on stage too, like in a sack. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were eating, they were eating raw hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, he was blood. like trying to feed you the hot dog from his mouth while also naked. So he's His Christina's like, fingers got hurt from the Yeah, fruit. Christina from the, <laughs> Christina from the darts Christina caught a pomegranate finger. on, a, on her right. pinky. How to defend yourself against But still, I don't know if that was the craziest show still. There was the time at Cellar when uh, dudes were like whipping it out. And getting in fights and uh, Chase's drum got stolen. Oh, I don't know. I still think Houston's crazy. Yeah, that, was that was up we, there. We played some some wild shows for sure. Uh, I think our music kind of lends to that that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. We we have a lot of wild stories. 
And Daikaiju was pretty cool. Oh, so, Daikaiju. Yeah. yeah, we played a show with Daikaiju. They're, right. they're crazy. If you ever get a chance to see them live. Yeah. They had the crowd, like, lift the drummer up with the cymbals and the... Yeah, so they get, like, 20 people from the audience, and one person holds one of the cymbals, another person holds another cymbal, two people hold the kick drum up over their heads, and then four people, like, hoist the drummer up on a chair over their heads, and he plays an entire song with, like, 15, 20 people holding his entire drum set and him above their heads. And, yeah, their guitars are also on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not to be missed. If you, if you ever get a chance to see them, go out of your way. Any last words? Um, we're happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're really stoked. Yeah, we're just stoked to be here. Uh, Phoenix, we've been here. We played Phoenix once before, and it's been really good to us so far. So, now yeah, we're just happy to be back here. Thank you so much for letting me interview. Yeah, yeah, for happy to do it. Thanks for having us. Next, I'll play a song from the band Mean Motor Scooter. This is Shapeshifter by the band Mean Motor Scooter. I'd be here, yeah. I'd travel a million 
the band Mean Motor Scooter with the song Shapeshifter. You can check out Mean Motor Scooter on meanmotorscootertx.com, which has a link to all their social media accounts. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Cusack. Hope you all have a groovy day.